What's up, everybody? Alex here, and you are listening to the Jiu-Jitsu Radio Podcast. As always, this podcast is sponsored by ChokeAloha.com. Head over to ChokeAloha and pick yourself up some new gear because if you use the promo code Jiu-Jitsu Radio at the checkout, you will get 10% off your entire order. And if you head over there in the next couple of days, I know they're releasing some brand new apparel that looked pretty sweet from the sneak peek that I got. I'm definitely picking up one. And you get to save 10% on the order. You can't beat that. Chocaloha has been an awesome sponsor of this podcast since day one. I don't make any money off of them, but they are supportive of me, so I want to be supportive of them. And uh, I want you guys to go support them too and go check them out, chocaloha.com. As always, you can check out all my photos and prints and apparel that I make with my photographs at mycosmicjourney.com. You can check out all the latest photos that I take. Uh, I'm debating if I can get enough support from everyone. I'm going to be selling a limited edition print, and all the proceeds will go to the victims of the Harvey hurricane uh, that happened in Texas this past week. Uh, Sending out all thoughts and positive vibes to everyone that's been affected by the hurricane. So I'll keep you guys posted on that. If I can get the right support on it, I'll get that up and running. Just check it out at mycosmicjourney.com to keep up to date on everything that's going on with me. I've been running around taking photos and taking videos and recording another podcast. This episode is actually pretty cool. I've been wanting to do this one for a few weeks now. I had to drive up uh, about an hour north of here once again, actually right down the street from the armory where it was last time, and I stopped by the office of Novagenics. Novagenics is a uh, hormone replacement and anti-aging clinic. There I met up with some really cool people, Dr. Sigmund and uh, Black Belt's Tim Bruce and Andy Stock, and... Um, they own and run Novagenics, and the biggest thing out of this whole podcast, my goal was to get as much information as I possibly could, because I do find that there is a limited amount of in-depth information when it comes to PRP. PRP is something that's been kind of like the buzz when it comes into recovery for sports in the last couple of years, but it's actually been around for quite some time. And I really felt that there needed to be a more in-depth look at the science behind it. So what better way to get that information than to go straight to the doctor, straight to the source, and really get an idea of what PRP has to offer to people. Some people just automatically think it's the same as the testosterone replacement theory, or theory, or treatment. It is not. It is something um, completely different, but the healing uh, properties of the PRP from everything that I've seen and that I've heard is quite incredible, and I needed to get more information. Um, This podcast was not some kind of elaborate advertising for Novagenics. I do support Novagenics, and I think they're doing a great thing there. I have actually never even uh, gone in there for treatment. Maybe I'll change that if I can afford to do it soon, but this was nothing more than me trying to get some information and educate myself 
and hopefully educate you all on the the treatments that are available to people that are not just readily accessible information wise because as we all know big pharma i'm not a conspiracy theorist but big pharma and a lot of doctors and medics all they care about is making money and they don't really care about making people better or having people heal up and be good no they want to have people constantly come back and need a uh uh, a reissue on their on their medication. They need to get all new painkillers and stuff like that. And you know, obviously, with the car accident that I had a couple of months ago, I wanted to get more information about that. I'm not a big fan of medication and painkillers and surgeries. I do feel that there are things out there that we can do. You know, I'm not talking about you know, all kinds of magical, mystical, homeopathic stuff, but there are some things that really do work, and there is the technology out there that shows that we can get better results in a less invasive way to the human body, and there are ways that we can use our bodies to help itself heal up, and PRP is definitely the way that I feel is going to be amazing in the future as it develops even further. Anyway, enough with my talking. I want to get straight into the podcast. If you feel like looking more into the information in regards to PRP and what Novagenics has to offer, whether you're locally in the area or just you want to read up on what it is that they do, and maybe there's an office that offers the uh, similar services near you, Check out novagenix.org. That's N-O-V-A-G-E-N-I-X.org. Contact them. But in the meantime, here is Dr. Sigmund, Black Belts, Tim Bruce, and Andy Stock from Novagenics. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Jiu-Jitsu Radio. My name is Alexis Tarosa. I am your host. And today, I am in Jupiter, Florida at the home of Novagenics. And I'm here with Tim Bruce, Andy Stock, and Dr. Sigmund. Uh, gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, I actually have two black belts next to me. And then the black belt in, in science here. Uh, Doc, <laughs> how you guys doing? Thank you very much for doing this. I appreciate you taking the time. No, sure. thank you for hey, thanks us. for having us. Yeah, uh, thank you. So if you guys hear any kind of random noises and stuff like that, we're in an actual office. These these guys are actually working, and uh, I'm taking up their work day. So, gentlemen, thank you very much for doing this. You good there? You're comfortable? All right. I just want to make sure the doc's comfortable. <laughs> yes. Um, Great, thanks. So, yeah, again, thank you very much for doing this. Um, so Tim and Andy are actual black belts, mm-hmm. and uh, you actually have some big news for a student tomorrow, but I can't throw it out on here, right? Yeah, well, he, he, this isn't going to be broadcast today, is No, it? no. Okay, so, so you're good. Yeah, so no, we're going to be promoting one of our guys to black belt tomorrow. It's a surprise, but since this isn't going to be broadcast today, we can get away with it. So Yeah, good, so, man. Nice. Cool. Congratulations. He's the first one you said that went from white. Yeah, he's going to be the first student that came in day one, white belt, no jujitsu, and, and now we're giving him his black belt. It's, uh, you know, How long? How long did it take him? He's done it quick, um, about eight years, which wow. is pretty fast. But, you know, the guy's been doing it religiously, running a school six days a week. You know, I mean, just competing, throwing, putting together tournaments, um, 
promoting MMA events. Um, I mean, the guy's you know done everything that you can ask for in jujitsu. Um, he's phenomenal, and, and anyone that's ever trained with him and knows with him and rolls with him, he's he's philosophical. He's he's unorthodox, and um, he's got incredible pressure technique, and he's just you know a true ambassador of what jujitsu should be. So I'm, I'm pretty excited, and, and we're gonna have a, a nice nice group, a bunch of black belts there to help with the ceremony and, and uh, his family. So how coming. long would it take me? Uh, eight years is quick. What about a, an old doctor? How long could I go from white to black? Um, well, you know, knowing knowing you, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it might might take a little longer than eight years. Oh. But it's not really about you know how long it takes you to get to black belt. The, the no, month. I just had no idea. I mean, eight years sounded like a long time. Good lord, no, that's pretty fast. Know, that's actually really. Well, fast. I know yeah. you guys put in serious amount of time. Yeah, I mean, most people, you know, it takes probably an average 10 to 12 years for most of the guys wow. I know, but okay. it depends when you get started, you know, how serious you are, how motivated you are, and I mean, if you're training every single day, it's going to happen a lot faster than someone that's only, you know, coming as a hobbyist a few times a week, and, you know, if you start when you're, you know, younger, it's going to happen a lot quicker than if you're, you know, well, your age. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's guys, right, that take 15, 20 years to, to even do it it just comes down to the, to the time to put in I'm on the I'm on the 20 year route right now it's, <laughs> listen it's, it's a marathon fast track yeah no, it's not a sprint it's a marathon and yeah. you know they say once you once you get to black belt I didn't understand it until it happened but once you get your black belt that's when you can really start to learn because it's like getting to that point now you have the knowledge now you can read and write jujitsu so to speak and now you can actually start to learn it's uh, hmm. it's a lifelong endeavor and process it doesn't happen quickly and, and it never stops so um but it's uh, it's it's really it's gonna be a cool honor, and and he deserves it, and hopefully he doesn't know. But he's probably gonna be like a little taken aback when all like his family shows up. Yeah. So we're trying to like they're trying to trick him. They're like, yeah, you know, we're just gonna come celebrate your birthday early, you know. Uh -huh. like, but then past students that haven't been there in a couple of years are gonna show, show up. up and, yeah. You know, like other black belts. So. That's when you like you start questioning like, wait, what's what's going on? Like, and it's not an intervention. We're actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's he's sharp, so he'll. So. To to uh, really interlude into into why I'm here, you guys are at a very um, unique position because you train, you have trained, you've been doing this for so long, and you also run Novagenics. Um, can you give me really the the synopsis of what Novagenics is? Sure, I can handle it. So um, it basically, I'd say about a year ago, um, my partner Andy, he's a first degree black belt in jujitsu. And Andy's been, you know, Andy and I, got Andy, how long have we known each other? Uh, geez, seven years probably, at least almost eight years probably. It, it's been a while, you know, and I remember like on a jiu-jitsu forum, he reached out to me like, hey, where's a good place to train? And I was training down in uh, Del Rey at RMBJJ with mm. uh, Professor Rodrigo Mendez, third degree black belt, great guy, um, you know, incredible academy. If you guys are in Del Rey, uh, you're looking for a place to train, you know, definitely go check them out. He's actually the first jiu-jitsu school I ever walked into. I oh, got really? my first free class at Rodriguez. Well, there you go. Awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. So yeah. It's, he it's, needs to grow that beard back. Oh, I don't know, man. <laughs> but uh, but no, he's, uh, he's, a, he's a good guy, and they've got, you know, a really good program. And, you know, so I told Andy, you should come in, and train uh, down there. And, and, you know, he came in. And I think, I don't know where you were living at the time, but, you He was know, in Boca. I so, just moved okay. to Boca. So, yeah. yeah, so it just, it made sense for him, and that's how I met Andy. So, about a year ago, he was, uh, you know, he was working, running two of these, you know, these clinics. And he was like, listen, you know, like, I'm, you know, sick of, you know, doing all this work. I want to open up my own place. So, 
he was looking for a partner investor and you know he kind of told me what he was doing and I was like this is in my wheelhouse I love it let's let's do it and uh, ironically the gentleman who's getting his black belt tomorrow um, his uncle happened to be really good friends with Dr. Sigmund and he's like I know you guys are looking for a doctor this guy is actually really experienced and knows his stuff and so you know we met the guy one night at Duffy's and uh, turns out I mean he's uh, an absolute encyclopedia when it comes to all the different things that we do and it turns out that it's a perfect mix for jujitsu because we're dealing with you know obviously a lot of injuries so the platelet-rich plasma therapy for jiu-jitsu makes perfect sense and then as you know guys start getting older when you start getting your late 30s 40s 50s and you want to continue doing jiu-jitsu it's kind of hard to have the energy the motivation um, the same you know muscle structure so having the uh, testosterone replacement therapy hormone replacement therapy to you know help out is you know it's phenomenal it keeps these guys you know if you're a 50 year old guy and you want to compete with these 22 year olds you know that are coming up you know, you need a little bit of a, an edge because your body's, you know, slowing down. But, yeah. you know, that's why, fortunately, you know, modern medicine and, and preventative medicine can really help give you the uh, the leg up to keep on doing what you love. Because it's hard otherwise. Yeah, know? for so. sure. I mean, I'm not, I don't consider myself old, but I'm definitely not young anymore. I mean, I just turned 34 and it's like, you know what, uh, I might need to double check on, on the stuff that I need. So now, focusing on onto you, Doc. Kind of just give me an idea so people understand really your your background and your knowledge and why you have the credentials to to speak about all this. Well, I mean, I'm a, a native Floridian. I was born and raised in West Palm. Um, I wanted to be a doctor since fourth grade. And, um, you know, just it was my dream. My granddad is a doc. My uncle is a doc. Um, and... My funny enough, my pediatrician in Jupiter, who's uh, gone now, but uh, Edgar Stevens, best bedside manner of any doctor I've ever been with, and I, you know, just loved science and medicine, and so, uh, you know, that was my dream uh, from early childhood, and uh, started practicing medicine. Uh, it got board certified in internal medicine in uh, 2001 and uh, started a private practice in Sebastian, Florida, Vero Beach area. Uh, and, you know, basically just boomed. I did really well. I'm very honest with people. If I don't know the answers, I'll tell you I don't know, but I'll find out. I'm also OCD. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I like to make sure everything is the way it should be and end the day with everything cleared off my plate and if I don't have answers for people I just have to keep looking um I love research and reading and you know I've kind of been addicted to reading since you know well 2004 when I just had gotten to the point I was about three years into private practice and probably about 3,000 patients and you know, these are really sick folks, uh, diabetes, heart failure, cholesterol problems, blood pressure problems, strokes, Parkinson's, uh, sports injuries. I mean, you name it, it was a big practice. And, you know, I was kind of getting disillusioned and tired of disease, drug, disease, drug, and, you know, wanted people off of medicines and pills and things unless they absolutely had to be on it. So I started doing a lot of uh, reading and research and going to conferences uh, preventive medicine lectures, uh, conferences, anti-aging conferences, sports medicine conferences, um, 
and really started to turn the practice into a wellness anti-aging type practice, although I still did traditional internal medicine. I think outside the box. Um, unfortunately, in medical school, we weren't trained you know, to do uh, a lot of this stuff. You just have to keep learning. And I mean, I learn every day. I mean, I learn new stuff today. So, you know, you just try to apply that to help people the best you can. So getting into prevention started with hormone replacement. Um, the studies and science behind testosterone therapy are amazing. I mean, it's not just for your sex life uh, by any stretch. I mean, I was looking at it more for heart disease prevention, diabetes, uh, better blood sugar control, obesity, physique, osteoporosis, dementia, I mean, you name it. And the studies are very clear. And, you know, there is conflicting reports here and there, but mm -hmm. when you really dissect the articles, uh, the scientific studies that often show negative outcomes are really not very well-designed or done studies. So, you know, you really, but I read the negative and the positive. So I'm, you know, on top of everything as best I can be. Uh, and it worked. I mean, getting, you know, getting people's hormone levels back to normal with bioidentical hormones, getting uh, vitamin levels optimal for uh, just maintenance and, and general health. I mean, I was able to get more people off of meds, pills, uh, get their, you know, physiques in shape. I mean, they're better shaped and uh, it is really amazing. I mean, so it, that really started me in about 2004. And since then, I've just expanded and, you know, I try to learn something new every day and, and, and apply it. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty big down here too, right? Talking about like preventative medicine instead of like we have such a huge problem down here with people just just painkillers and stuff yeah. right it's not prevention it's like just numb it it's like right. and you're not fixing people you are anything you're causing more problems right. and prp i mean there's very few things that you know after almost 20 years practicing you know you go through burnout phase and you go through man i'm tired and this and that but you know, the few things I can, you know, name them on one hand that got me excited. And one was hormone replacement therapy. That was the first. The second was HCG and, and weight loss. And, you know, I set up a weight loss program that we're using with Novagenics. The guys have helped me improve it and work on it and get, you know, things kind of fine-tuned. Is And, and uh, probably had a 1,000 people go through it, a uh, six-week program. And man, it, that was amazing with weight loss and getting people in shape. And then the, the big thing now uh, that I've been really just thrilled about is PRP, platelet-rich plasma, which, uh, oh my gosh, I mean, I, I probably have done, I mean, I'm well over 500 procedures, I would say, wow. in the last couple of years, two and a half years. And everybody improves, everybody gets better. You know, I can't guarantee you how much, but you're going to improve 30, 50, 80 percent just with, you know, one round of injections. I I love it because it's your God-given stuff that we were made with. I mean, we're not adding anything. We're just using your stuff to heal you and speed up the process. So it's like you're literally biohacking. Like you're just hacking. Like <laughs> yeah, bio, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you and I talked about this a little bit before. For, for people that, you know, that that name gets thrown around a lot prp prp give people a real explanation as to what it is that that you are doing okay you know i mean 
it's it really is pretty basic. Uh, the, the bone marrow, we have three cell lines or major cell lines, red blood cells, which we all know carry oxygen, uh, white blood cells fight infection, and platelets, most of us know that, you know, they, well, they clot, they stop the bleeding, uh, you know, things like that. And, I mean, that's kind of what you, you know, the general idea. But platelets also are basically the recruiters of every healing process in the body. So your platelets will, you know, if you have an injury, let's say a rotator cuff tear or, uh, you know, a meniscal tear in your knee, um, the numbers are arbitrary, but we'll just say, hey, your, your body sends 100,000 platelets to that area. And your platelets then decide what's damaged, what needs to be... All right, fine. No worries. Taken care of. Sorry. It's a working office. Uh, <laughs> right. So, you know, your platelets then put out growth factors and recruiting factors that tell your stem cells to divide and turn into whatever's been damaged. So with PRP, all we're doing, remember I said, again, the numbers, I'm just, you know, Arbitrary, making it right. right. But so if, if your body sends 100,000, what I'm doing is I'm drawing your blood, I'm spinning it in a centrifuge machine at an optimal speed for oh, careful uh, getting platelets concentrated without damaging the platelets. Right. And then basically injecting a million into your rotator cuff injury or your knee or whatever so we have a tremendous amplification i mean we're really blowing up the healing process um, but it's letting your body do what it thinks it needs best just giving it a boost like a concentrated boost of it absolutely it's concentrated the healing time is significantly better um, what it, is the healing time? Like, what is the recovery time for someone like that? Well, usually, so what the process is, you come in, you know, we draw your blood. Uh -huh. um, usually it's uh, two to six tubes of uh, blood that we draw. Uh, the spin, the centrifuge takes 30 to 45 minutes, and that varies a little bit. If I'm doing cosmetics and I'm doing facial stuff, I, I will spend it a little longer. There's certain, you know, criteria we look at and follow. Um but you basically spend it 30 minutes, and then when you pull the tube out of the centrifuge, it's divided into three layers. You have a red blood cell layer, you have white blood cells, and then a little platelet plug. Mm. And then on top of the tube, you have your plasma and platelets, uh, platelet-rich plasma. So what you're doing is you're just drawing off the top of the uh, blood tube, and that's got all your platelets highly concentrated, all your growth factors for healing, as well as your own stem cells. And your stem cells, that's, you know, your, your platelets are orchestrating and directing your stem cells to turn into whatever's damaged. So, like, we forget, you know, when you, if you get a big cut on your arm, like a big, you know, gash on your arm, right. you, you know, and, and you need stitches, really, but let's, you can't do it. It takes four, six weeks to heal before it's completely scabbed over and everything else. Right. Well, what we've done, if, if we think about it, and I mean, our bodies are amazing, right? You've cut through epidermis, dermis, subcutaneous tissue, connective tissue, fat layers. You've cut through arteries and veins. You've cut through capillaries. You've cut through muscle, potentially, definitely damaged nerves. So we have... 10 different types of tissue right there just in a big gash on your arm 
Again, so your body sends, let's say, 100,000. Well, I'm concentrating your platelets and growth factors and healing factors and putting in a million in that area. So instead of six weeks of healing, you might see significant results within two weeks. So it's a tremendous boost. I mean, the numbers, again, everything is variable based on the patient's health and their age and certain things like that. But everyone improves, um, you know, and it's exciting. I, I mean, to see every single person get better, I, there aren't many things in medicine where you can that make you smile and make you feel good about, hey, I'm, I'm really doing a good right. thing for folks here, you know. But there's not there's not even like a there's not even like a, a reaction that your body would do that it's that it can't handle right because it's like you're just using your own body to help Correct. your body so it's not like your body all of a sudden like hey there's too much platelets here like hang back a little bit right no and it's it's called an autologous you know basically it's like a transplant i right. mean so but it's your own cells like i can't use you can't od on your own cells no right right yeah. i can't hurt you with it the only thing i can do and I kind of push the envelope a little bit. I the way I operate is I try to do as much as I can with each you know injection, um, and a lot of that's just you know there is art the art of medicine there. But you know the the trade off is I might inflame you a little more. You might be mad at me in the afternoon because your shoulder is a little more inflamed and sore. But you're gonna thank me later because maybe you don't have to come back in for round two or round three. Right. So a lot of folks, depending on the injury, the you know how long it's been, the type of injury, I mean, they might only need one injection to improve significantly. Right. So you do a lot of work with with the MMA fighters, and because you're, I mean, they have to walk. You know, obviously, I'm not going to name any names because it's not my Correct. job to to sure. name anybody. Um, you get to walk on a line that most of these guys have to worry about which is like dealing with places like USADA and stuff like that so you don't have to uh you don't have to worry about you know they're it's you're not doing anything that that doesn't follow the guidelines you're using your own body and you're not really tweaking anything you're not trying to pull a john jones and like circumventing this stuff i've actually reached out you know to usada because you know one of the one of the things that i have to deal with is making sure that you know i mean his job is practicing medicine but it's a little different when you have to worry about these fighters that have such strict guidelines and we've printed out everything the band uh substance list on usada it's like nine pages long and i've actually you know contacted usada and you know asked specifically about prp and like it's good to go as long as and of course you know they like to yeah they have stipulations so that they can always have some ultimate control at the end Um, but what they said was as long as you're using it for like an injury recovery which is what we do it for to get you back to pre-injury form but you're not allowed to use it to enhance what you know so you can't be like hey i'm fine i don't have any injuries now i'm going to do a little prp and get you So they just want to make sure that you're using it the right way to recover and that these guys aren't trying to give themselves a competitive advantage. Yeah. Um, and that's that's what we do. So we're, we're good to go there, which yeah, is that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. When I look at, like, no, I mean, performance enhancement, you know, with I've treated athletes for years, you know, professional and non-professional. I mean, I've had a, a lot of folks I've treated, you know, and I, I answer – to the big guy upstairs so i'm going to do everything as honest and ethical as i can 
And, and I don't want to give anybody an advantage or an edge, and that's not what my job is. Um, PRP does not performance enhance, absolutely not. Um, we're just, we're basically helping the body recover and heal quicker, you know, than, than a normal response. Um, the PRP, yeah, it, it just, you know, there is no concern or worry yeah. on my part. Um, you know, you can do it for cosmetics, uh, as well as that performance enhancement. Well, no, you're getting rid of wrinkles yeah. and stuff like that, but no, I mean, there is, that's a confidence enhancement. Yeah, right, right, right. So no, the PRP does not performance enhance. Um, you can do it in the Olympics. You can do it in the NBA. You can do it in the NFL. Uh, it is a completely acceptable therapy. And, uh, again, yeah, it's no, I, there's no fear or concerns there. And I've also, I have all the guidelines, like Tim has said, we've, I have Olympic guidelines, I have NBA guidelines, yeah. you know, Major League Baseball. I mean, we, we have the information because I want to make sure I'm doing everything, you know, that's upstanding. Yeah. And that's the way we operate at Novagenics. We try to do the right thing. But yeah. you're also you're also doing something that, like, helps people, but it's, you know, you're you're keeping it in the balance that, like, they can live like this. And it's well, not it's like their they have careers. To and yeah. this is their, man, no, it. let's be honest. Are we performance enhancing when I lower your blood pressure or lower your blood sugar or uh, help you lose weight. Well, yes. I mean, medicine should be performance enhancement. Mm -hmm. We are trying to do wellness and preventive medicine, but this is not in the realm of right. right anabolic steroids where you're using testosterone to you know gain muscle mass or strength or yeah. growth hormone, which honestly does not performance enhance, but they treat it like it's a performance enhancer. It's an anti-ager, yeah. but growth hormone but is, uh, you know not an issue that way either, but that's the law, so I would yeah. not use yeah. that in any fighters. Well, the, or any, the, you know. the reason why... You know, I really wanted to talk to you, and you you kind of said it earlier, like when it was just us talking, and also in the podcast, is that you got tired of the the disease, like Medicaid disease stuff. drug, and disease you, drug. You wanted to actually work with people on helping them get better. Absolutely. So that's why, like this, why I said before, it's like a very unique situation because, again, I come from a a jujitsu like in world and also yeah i've played sports my whole life i've got injuries up to wazoo that's fine but tim you know from experience from being a black belt like to be a jiu-jitsu black belt your body's going to take a beating and it's not something that is just like oh i'm going to walk it off or it's going to be a week or two it's like mm -hmm. no this one stays with you for life oh you know uh, there was a, a job i was working you know they said we can you know some of the guys were joking with me like we can always tell when you're walking you know when you're coming because we can hear you walking down the hall yeah. you know my body just cracks and creaks you know i mean i've had you know between ankle locks heel hooks you know camoras americanas neck crank i mean every part of my body i can yeah, you know, just yeah, you can hear it from here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's amazing. I mean, and if you compete, it's worse. I mean, as yeah. you get older, you have to train smarter because you just can't subject yourself to those injuries. I mean, I've got you know a life, and um, I remember I was telling you before I, I used to ref for the IBJJF. I was one yeah. of it was like Hillary Williams, <laughs> Stephen Hall, myself were like the only three American refs at the time, and it was brutal and. Uh, I remember going through. We were out in California before Worlds, and you know Alvaro Mansour was doing the, uh, the the referee training at that point. And someone asked him, like, you know, like what, what's up with the leg locks? Why can't we do leg locks? You know, like I mean, at that point, you know, besides a straight ankle lock, you know, like why can't you do any of the leg locks? You know, and 
and he was very you know forthcoming and and he explained it and it made sense to me and and as you get older you understand and appreciate it he said if you break your arm you know and he did in his his very thick portuguese accent you can still walk up these stairs and go home and go to work the next day but if you break your leg you can't get around so you know ultimately they want to protect the fighters and uh, i know it's you know, it can be you frustrating. Can closer. Sorry. I know it's frustrating when you, you know, you see some of the other tournaments like, you know, the ADCC and some of these where, you know, they can do heel hooks, knee bars yeah. and everything. But at the end of the day, if you're not an experienced jiu-jitsu competitor and you twist and you roll the wrong way, well, now you just tore your ACL. Well, it out. happened. It happened. I want to say it was last year. I don't know, Doc, how familiar you are with, with EBI, the Eddie Bravo Invitational, mm-hmm. where everything goes there. Like, you can, you can do leg locks. You can do mm-hmm. whatever. That's fine. Right. And I'm... Again, relatively to you, I'm a beginner. Mm-hmm. I am completely like, yeah, you should be allowed to do stuff. But it's also like, yeah, there are limitations. Some guys, you know, the guys are just stupid. They're just going to crank it or other guys just hold it. So they had um, the first, uh, I guess, teenagers to do it. And it was two girls, 14, 15, like 15, 16. Mm-hmm. And they agreed on the terms like everything's legal. So the one girl was really well versed in leg locks grabs the other girl on the heel hook she had it had it had it and the girl wasn't tapping mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you see the leg just go from here and just pop a it, nine it degree happened. it just it destroyed her knee she and didn't even know it happens oh. very quickly these injuries yeah. and, and anyone who's ever had a ligament get torn or pulled you know you feel it's strong it's strong and then it's like a charleston chew bar all of a sudden it reaches that tensile breaking street and you just feel it just stretch out yeah. like taffy it's it's terrible and to have leg attacks uh, at that age is really dangerous because a they don't really know what they're you know agreeing to yeah and now if it's a bad enough injury she's a going to be out for a while and they might never be the same and for a 14 or 15 year old to now have that that issue going on physically where they can't compete or fight it's just it's not fair for the rest of their life yeah. you know i mean it's gonna interfere what if she w- had a physical job where she wanted to be a cop a firefighter or something like that and now she's always going to have that injury that's going to you know yeah. hinder her god forbid so. like you never know when it's going to come back you might be like if she is a firefighter she's carrying someone out the right. building yeah now, i will tell you too the one beauty of prp since we're using your own you know your own body's uh, makeup Age really isn't much of a factor. I mean, pre-growth plate, you know, fusion, you probably, I would, you know, I don't treat kids, but somebody that's 15, 16, 17, I mean, PRP you can use on anyone. The only thing, like, if I add anything to the mix, it's it's lidocaine, which is a local anesthetic, and sometimes I don't even do that depending on it, but it is truly your own body healing telling you what needs to be fixed and uh you know you don't need mris you don't need x-rays i mean if you don't necessarily have to know exactly clinically you usually can tell what the injury is and you're going to improve with prp either way um it's just how much and you know of course there's red flags of back pain and red flags of certain things that you would want to make sure you know before you do injections but the beauty of it is you know, I, I could tell you from a lot of experience with shoulder injuries and, you know, I don't want to have shoulder surgery unless it's a last option. I really don't want to have neck surgery or back surgery unless it's a last option. And this gives people, uh, patients, a chance to actually let their bodies heal themselves without significant intervention other than just, you know, some injections. So uh, it, it's... It's incredible. I mean, I, 
it excites me. <laughs> it yeah. just still makes me laugh. So, so let me ask you, as far as what it can be applied to, because obviously it's got to have some limitations. Like it's it's exciting to hear like how much you can do, but it's got to have some limitations because not everything is a miracle. Oh yeah, correct. So about like this is as close as you're gonna get. But what is it? Is it really for any kind of injury? Is it let's say like. Is well, it just muscular? Is it tendons? Is it ligaments? Is well, it, oh. no. So here's, I mean, so if you look at, you just kind of break it down to, what, you know, the common sense elements of, well, what is it? How is it working? Why is it working, right? So you say, all right, we've got, we've, you know, concentrated your platelets and plasma, which has stem cells. And your stem cells, I'm 46 years old, mine are 46 years old. They're not as vibrant as somebody who's, 26 years old but mine still can turn and divide into any damaged tissue and that's what i'm saying we kind of forget so my stem cells can turn into skin hair bone muscle tendon ligament kidney liver uh heart i mean you name it the, your stem cells will divide they're uh pluripotent they they can turn into any cell and the platelets direct that so the platelets look at the damaged areas they send out growth factors that will say we need more blood vessels laid down we need more nerves uh here we need more skin things like that so you know it's your body directing the show as far as drawbacks i mean gosh i the the drawback is you know we are actually causing inflammation i guess if there's a drawback i'd say well it's because you know, we're going to inflame you a little bit. So you're coming in with shoulder pain or a shoulder problem or a knee problem or a back problem. We're going to, you're going to go home and after the lidocaine, if we use it, wears off after a few hours, you're going to be a little sore and ir- irritated that area. But by morning or, you know, you're usually good to go. And so, and, and then you are, your cells, those stem cells are healing and dividing up to three months usually. Mm-hmm. Typically at six weeks, we'll know, you know, so what I'll say is if you have to do a knee injection or whatever the, the injury is, you know, we'll know about at six weeks it, where you are, you know, if, and you'll come in and say, I'm 50% better, 30, 80, a hundred. Um, and, and then you can redo it. I mean, there's no limit to how many injections of PRP you can get in any joint or any body it's different than steroids you know steroids work as far as reducing inflammation and irritation but they don't heal Mm -hmm. they really do serve a purpose in in the rightful you know spot but you can only do three a year in a major joint again that's it's calming your symptoms it's helping you be more comfortable but it's not really healing whereas prp actually kind of inflames you a little bit initially especially if i and push the envelope a little bit and try to do as much as I can. I'm going to actually make you a little more inflamed that afternoon or evening, but by, you know, next few days, you're good. And I do a lot of the patient follow-up. So I know um, everyone, it's always a little bit different, but I mean, we've had a lot of, you know, UFC fighters. I don't always 
give their names because yeah, they didn't give permission yeah, yeah. Um, to say it. I'm sure they wouldn't have a problem, but um, they all respond a little differently, you know, but what he was saying is true. Usually, like, day one that night, they're like, ah, it's a little sore from the injections. And the next day, they're like, oh, it's a little, it feels a little tight, like stiff because, like, it's swollen. And that's exactly what we're trying to do. We want to induce that inflammation to really start to deliver the nutrients so that the, the PRP and all the growth factors and the cytokine can start to regenerate and repair that damaged tissue. And usually Usually within a week or two, they start to notice a tremendous difference. Uh, I had a, a jujitsu blue belt who's a firefighter. I mean, he had some herniated discs in his neck, and it was starting to really affect his life. He wasn't training jujitsu; that was that wasn't even you know an issue. He was having problems at work doing very basic functions, and uh, being a firefighter is very physically strenuous. And um, we asked him on a scale of one to ten, and this was only after about a week and a half. Um, what what was the improvement? And he said on a scale of one to ten, it was a nine. He said the only time he ever, if he was doing real heavy lifting, it might be a little sore, but he said it was a miracle. It just changed his life. Um, so I mean, there's those success stories like that. You're like, wow, this is this is incredible. Yeah. But just to clarify too, this isn't just something that. It's like you only recommend for for athletes. Like oh, this is someone no. like you. Like no, I've, say, done, I got, I've done more. 70 80 year olds with chronic medical conditions too i mean and again you say well chronicity if you've had low back pain for 20 years um are you how much are you going to improve in one round and i can't tell anybody that i just say hey you're going to improve man but i don't know how much see like like you said like i got into a car accident like a month and a half ago sure like i'm fine after jujitsu practice that's fine my lower back is killing me so oh, yeah, I would tell you to come in and do yeah. PRP all day. Now, here's the difference with spine. Yeah. So with, with cervical spine, thoracic, or lumbar, you know, I'm not going in the joint space there. Yeah. So in, you know, shoulders, it's in the joint space. Knees, joint space. Hips, joint space. Sacroiliac joint, blah, blah, blah. But the spine, I'm not going in between the vertebrae into where the discs are and the cord. Right. Because, you know, you have to do that under uh, intervention and all that with radiological intervention and, you know, diagnostics there. You don't need to. All the nerves that come out of the uh, spinal column called the dorsal root nerves, which supply everything, you know, they are all just coming outside the vertebrae. So we're doing, I'm doing isolated regions or areas where you're, Basically, it's kind of like doing quarter size injections, and I do overlapping concentric circles. Um, I mean, you're thinking about how their injury, what it was, how did it happen, how long has it been. You know, you're looking at some other things to kind of fine tune the way I actually inject or my, you know, technique. Um, And again, spin rate and speed are a factor. Um, There's some very good literature. And I think, you know, the more we practice, the more I've. Uh, done this over the last few years too you you start learning and and improving as best you can to get the most out of each Each session yeah exactly so what about cartilage i mean it it, stem cells can turn into any cell in the body so if we got enough stem cells and our platelets are telling our stem cells to turn into damaged cartilage it should work absolutely so really any tissue i mean i've done cosmetically we've done a ton of bald heads i mean it's actually miraculous you can do facials uh, like instead of botox you can use prp and it's completely different but again prp is actually trying to heal and lay down you know more 
collagen, elastin, more uh, connected tissue layer or fatty layer, more supple skin. I mean, so it's right. trying to do the same stuff. So is it, but is it really a, like, let's say if it was like torn cartilage, would it just heal the cartilage or does it actually have, like, can it regenerate cartilage? No, no, it, you're, again, you're growing, right? Cause, so re- remember, like, I mean, it's hard to visualize a big cut on your arm, but no, we I have, to, we have to think about it, right? So you get a big cut on your arm. I mean, you've got to think about, well, what happened here? Well, I cut through hair follicles first, then I cut through the epidermis, then yeah. I cut through the dermis, then I cut through the connective tissue layer, then I cut through adipose, then I cut nerves, then I cut arteries, you know, muscle potentially. So all those tissues have been damaged. You put PRP in there, every one of the, well, your body does it without PRP. We're just totally amplifying the right. response and how the concentration of what we're putting in there. So we're highly concentrating your own stem cells, which can turn into any damaged tissue and your platelets, which are direct in the show. Yeah. I, I mean, that just blows my mind. Like that's again, one of the, the many reasons why like I wanted to talk to you is because you're literally reconnecting two muscles or like you're just putting everything together and you're not experiencing any almost like loss of reaction time. Right. But the engagement of the muscle. You know what? Right. So the protocol that it's a good thought, like really what we have to do. The only thing I ask of people before and after the procedure, right? So you're, it's your downtime, this and that. So what the science kind of looks at, and again, there's different opinions, but this is kind of the basic research from what's out there. But we don't want people on any anti-inflammatories right. like Advil, Aleve, ibuprofen, prednisone, anything like that, at least three, four, five days before we have to do it, which sometimes is aggravating because people are in pain. Yeah. Tylenol's fine because it, it's not an anti-inflammatory. Remember, we actually are causing inflammation to heal. So we don't want people on those things uh then after the procedure same thing with no anti-inflammatories we don't want you to use ice after prp ice is great therapy but not with prp uh because that's going to reduce inflammation so we say tylenol uh post-procedure and warm compresses are fine and then try to give us 72 hours now this is tough for a lot of the fighters and athletes because they're on very limited strict regimented workouts right and also have competing here competing here so that's where the art comes in too but if if people can just lay off that main injured area for we try to say 72 hours 48 to 72 hours but if you can give me three days of minimal activity on whatever's damaged you're just gonna you know you'll just heal a little faster but you're not gonna hurt yourself by going out and working out the next day yeah. i just gonna tell you well don't blame me if just don't go for personal records <laughs> right, like right, right. you know just say hey man if you don't heal as much as i thought you should it's probably because you overdid it too soon but re- the reality is you can't hurt yourself doing it you just might have to come back for a second round or right. you know third round but again you can do it and it's unlimited and the uh, one of the issues that we find with a lot of the pro fighters is you tell them you need to take 72 hours off they look at you like you know I'm a like freak. you've got three so, no doc so i can go back to train tomorrow right yeah, well, yeah. We, well no no here's a, this is this is a great example there's a guy that says dude i'm just going to do a light workout I, again i won't mention his name but right. i'm like all right and i love these guys i yeah. mean they're they you what y'all do is blows me away too it, it's exciting it's like oh my gosh i mean true athletes you know 
the uh, this guy's like, yeah, well, I'm, I'm not going to work out. I'll be, you know, okay, good. I mean, I made myself clear. Hey, man, give me 72 hours. Really try. You know, you can do legs because I think we did it. Or no, we did uh, his his knees, I think, or something. Yeah, we but did I'm like, a, you could a do, knee and a shoulder. Right, you could do guy. right. You could do this, this, or this, but just don't work out that area, whatever. It's like, all right, that's cool. So then I get a call the next day, and Tim or Andy, are like, hey, uh, you know, Mr. Smith said, uh, you know, hey, I'm just gonna do this. It was a his light workout was a, a hundred mile bike ride. Yeah. And I'm like, what? No, man, no, no, dude. Doesn't no. work that way. I mean, you, know, was, you can't do that. You're yeah. gonna, you're gonna, you know. But well, he now was, he wouldn't have hurt himself. He just might not have gotten yeah. what I wanted for him, which is, man, I want you to heal. If you could give me a couple, two, three days of just letting your body relax, guilt free, because everybody feels guilty when they don't work out. Yeah. I don't want you to feel guilty. No. You're going to be better in the ring. You're going to be better in the tournament. You're going to be better in you in practicing before that if you can give us a, yeah. a little bit of time. But you know what I mean. It's hard because yeah. it's well, your livelihood. Well, we know it's always coming from like you. You know that you could take a day off or two days off, but you, as a competitor, you're like, no, every second that I have to yeah, sit on the mat is going to benefit. And I always stress it's like really easy. You know, you're tired. You know, you're like, oh man, I'm sore. My you know my knee still is bugging me. You know, but it's easy to take one day off, but one day turns into two real easy, and two yeah. turns into a week. A week turns into a month. So um, sometimes you got to push through it. But this is, you know, for the pro fighters, the UFC fighters, this is their life. They have to be there. So, a when, yeah. so you do it. You know, you tell them seventy-two hours. You know, you do a procedure on a Wednesday, and then I go into the, you know, I go into the the gym and I see some of the the pro training, and there's the guy, you know, working <laughs> the like, bags Friday morning. I just saw you last night. He's like, yeah, yeah. you know, seventy-two hours, Wednesday, Thursday. I was like, no, you just did it Wednesday. So Wednesday to Thursday is one full day. <laughs> Thursday to Friday is day two, you know. In theory, Saturday afternoon. But, you know, those yeah. guys, I mean, that's how they make their money. I get, you but know. you ever see, you saw what happened to Boss Rutten, right, with his arm? Did you ever see that? Not sure. So Boss Rutten had an impingement in his, like, nerves, like in uh -huh. his neck. And oh, yeah, he ended yeah. up losing his arm. Like, his arm just ended up, he would call it his baby arm. Oh. And I saw him, like, a couple years after, like, it started. And literally, I mean... You're talking one of the baddest guys on the planet that fought, and then yeah. his arm was like skinnier than mine. I got, got no muscle, no, yeah. so he had to do a bunch of like surgeries and stuff like that for it. And the one thing that came out afterwards, he's like, he said, "I wish I would have taken more days off to recover." Right. And he tells people that if it takes two months, take the two months to right. recover because you're gonna pay and for it. And he has to walk up backwards. Uh, like that's what he would tell stories like if he go park the house after day he would have to walk up backwards because he couldn't lift his legs up because his knees hurt so bad he had like no more cartilage in his knees it's literally like bone on bone so like it blows my mind so that's what my question to you guys coming from you know where you're at in jiu-jitsu and you see stuff like this like how does this help someone whether even at your level or someone at my level that's competing like, how can this stuff actually help you with the the recovery of it? Well, it's it's pretty simple in in terms of the, the PRP. What it'll do is, and it's not really even, um, you know. You could you all right? Um, in in terms of the the recovery, the the function. I mean, you know, I, I you see guys get injured all the time. I mean, just you know, their knee, you know, something pops, could be ankles, uh, just whatever it may be. You know, I mean, toe holds. Uh, the PRP, I mean, we've all been there in some of these jujitsu injuries that take longer than others to recover. Yeah. I mean, I remember I had a groin pull, 
that you know a few years ago unfortunately before i met the doctor because now i almost <laughs> feel like i have a get out of jail free card yeah, yeah. you know like thank god knock on wood i haven't had an injury but i'm like almost like dying to try it out because yeah. i know that he's i got i got the uh, ace up my uh, sleeve yeah. but um i had a groin pull and it was like four months before that it was just such a slow process yeah. you know same thing ribs you have a rib injury that's gonna take a long time to heal yeah um i mean shoulders i know guys that had labral tails i mean tears i mean it took you know them you know months and it resulted in surgery um but some of these guys that are coming in they're like you know they're you understand like i feel unbelievable we're getting these guys to be able to compete to keep training um as i got older i've you know learned i have to you know kind of chill out a little bit you yeah. know i mean i have to know how to train and how to train with you know the di different guys so if i know there's someone who's real super aggressive I got to be prepared for that. I don't want to get myself into a situation where I get injured, you know, trying to, you know, beat him at his game. I'm going to have to, you know, be a little bit smarter, a little savvier. And you see that with some of the, you know, the, the higher level guys that have been around for a little while. They're just a little bit more laid back, a little more controlled, a little more methodical. Their approach is a little more technical because, you know, you have to survive at the yeah. end of the day. I know I have to go back, you know, tomorrow to do the same thing. And I mean, I was, you know, I was, you know, telling someone uh, just the other day, uh, roll with Andy just when I roll with him it's just it's a different story completely yeah. because you know we're not trying to kill each other you know we're going like you know, grips yeah. <laughs> position I don't want I don't want to lose position but I don't want to get myself injured you know that much is uh that yeah. much is true so uh I like rolling with the, the older technical guys now because it's just you know it's yeah. more cerebral than it is physical but when I was younger I mean you know it's, that's it you know you're just going for it yeah. I think that's why when I was also younger I preferred no gi because it was it was fun it was fast it was dynamic now I'm like I'm like no yeah. I want to just keep the pajamas on that's so. where it, there it goes back to like technique and stuff it's like yeah I don't have to go all out right yeah. but what about you like any like what's your experience like dealing with this stuff though well for me it's mostly been uh the testosterone therapy right i'm 42 now and i've been on it for the past couple of years and uh i know before i was on it i felt my age you know i didn't have energy to train every single day um didn't sleep very good at night and uh hard time like staying in shape you know seemed like everything i would eat i would just go right to my stomach yeah but the past few years of being on uh testosterone and we don't take it to have these superhuman levels where i'm gonna yeah. win a bodybuilding show it's just yeah. to keep me where i was in my prime so um i get those benefits you know yeah. so like now i sleep better i have more energy all day i can hang with these like 20 year old guys that are yeah. more aggressive and more energy i can i'm right there with them usually yeah um you just overall feel better, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you're doing replacement doses, which are a third of performance enhancement doses. I mean, the, yeah. the normal testosterone dose that's replacement it does not performance enhance. It's yeah. 600 milligrams, you know, uh, a week of testosterone and anthate recipient. And, and the average patient is on 200. I, you know, so will their physique improve? Will their symptoms improve? Absolutely. But... You know, as far as performance enhancing, no. I mean, yeah. you know, it's. I it's, mean, it's, it's a, therapy that's optimizing your levels. Yeah, I mean, it's really just keeping people at like the healthy level because, like the, you said, the, the science behind studies, it. Yeah, heart disease, diabetes. That's it's huge. Yeah. I mean, it really works. I mean, nowadays people are trying to like really find all kinds of random stuff to to sit there and blame for. It. But at the end of the day, it's like no, it's really your body like aging, and these are the things that can do. And it's you're not looking for some miracle drug off of like Doctor Oz or something like yeah, that. Right. You're just doing the little things that that you need to do to to stay at an optimal level. Mm -hmm. So like, here's my other thing, because again, 
you know, as far as jujitsu, you we see like the older guys, like where you end up like looking at their hands and like mm-hmm. they got the care fingers. There's, you know, even me, like I have pretty strong grips, but mm-hmm. I know it's like, man, I know I'm not going to be able to sit there and, and hold on to these guys. Or you look mm-hmm. at old like judo practitioners. Oh yeah, like they had the hand and joints and stuff like that are totally jacked. Mm-hmm. But you were saying that this stuff is good for people with arthritis as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. So I mean, you're telling me I could go and just get shot of of prp on my hands and i'm like all right i'm good to go like i can feel like look i come from a musical background as well Mm -hmm. i've been playing guitar since i was 15 and i see piano players that like they have to stop playing Mm -hmm. because like their hands like i mean i've seen people right where their hands are just curled up you know in jujitsu you know when you get into like a a gi battle where it's just it's all great in jujitsu you know i've always said this jujitsu is about two things hips and grips yeah you know that's it and when you get into that grip battle with someone and you just latch onto their sleeves or you latch onto that lapel and i mean it's just like you know several minutes yeah i mean you feel it you know in your hands especially the next day and you can ice it you can tape your fingers all you want but there is you know damage being done in there i mean look at my hand i snapped this like as a white belt and it took me a year to be able to use this hand again because yeah. i snapped this finger yeah and as a guitar player i was like oh guess what i guess yeah. i can't play anymore and i mean like i've i've learned how to roll and to kind of protect my hands a yeah. little bit from that because that daily grind of doing it you know and i mean you get those mummy fingers you know yeah. you spend 15 minutes taping yourself before you you go into battle um so you learn how to try and you know roll a little bit smarter so that you don't have that damage but you get into one one tournament where you don't have that option or you get into a couple of good battles and all of a sudden you feel the effects of it again. yeah um prp you know that's you know that's one of those things that will help you certainly improve uh the mobility the fluidity of the joints because like he was saying it will repair all forms of tissue not just one time it's not a band-aid this is actually the process of recovering your body yeah. and it's amazing and and like andy was saying with the trt the the one thing about health is um, you know, we're, you know, Andy and I are both in our forties and, you know, like, you know, we're in, you know, we're in jujitsu shape. We're jujitsu guys. We're doing this several times a week. So we're, you know, in, in, you know, in, in that type of, uh, uh, physical state where, you know, you, you can kind of tell a jujitsu body. Yeah. Um, and I'll take a look at some other guys, my age, other fathers I see, you know, cause I've got, you know, kids that are my age and, you know, you can tell these are the guys, their hormone levels are low. So they'll go home and they don't have the energy to do something like jujitsu. So they sit down a lot and it creates that, that negative cycle where they just you know gain weight and they're just tired and they feel like crap and it has a detrimental effect on their life now they can't do as much with their kids but you know you see you know jujitsu it's it's life-changing because it keeps you active now you have the energy you have the ability to spend more time with your family do more things outside and you know anyone that has kids knows you know they have one speed and it's usually go yeah and, uh, you know you got to keep up with it so you know some of the fathers that are on trt that like, it's 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 helped my life out so much because now i'm able to go play with my kids outside take them to the park go to the beach do Damn. this that the other thing you know and i mean not to mention that you know their wives are happier for it because, for sure you know i mean yeah dads are different. being at home yeah, yeah. and that tell you we're seeing levels of you know hormone imbalance thyroid testosterone uh menopause and women i mean we're seeing you know symptoms and blood test levels you know two decades earlier than we used to we're seeing it in the 30s and the 40s and the 50s now you know used to not see low t until the 60s 70s and so there's a lot of factors and most of its exposure environmental exposure stress plastics pbas and plastics and stuff and antibacterial soaps i mean there's a lot of exposure and there's too many variables to tell you why we just know how to help but you know that's 
and, and we want you in the top quartile when it comes to your hormone levels where you were at the at your prime in your yeah. 20s and 30s so that's kind of what you shoot for but you know you were asking about prp in the hands and you know yeah. and and we had talked about cauliflower yeah. ears and the, you know there's there i've searched literature looking for that but there's there's other compounds prp certainly won't hurt you it probably won't break down a lot of the bonds with some of that now any arthritic finger sure or hand or whatnot you know like i said i i would try prp on anything before i have surgery or have to take pills the rest of my life or anything i just i personally i've had both shoulders injected twice i've had my back injected twice um, now this has been over a few years, but I, you know, I have an angle problem with my rotator cuff than when I used to work out. So I'll get partial tears and man, I've had, I haven't had a shoulder problem in, in two years. Wow. Uh, my, uh, back, I just had intermittent, you know, it was intermittent, not chronic, but you know, over years and years, I'd used to wear a tens unit to work with my scrubs and tennis shoes. Cause I, I, you know, I was stiff if I played golf or, yeah. you know, played basketball. I mean, it just, I'd be out for a day or two and I don't like pills. I don't like doctors. So, you know, uh, PRP changed my world and uh, it's made a huge difference. But there are some other, you know, there's uh, something called collagenases that we can use for cauliflower ear or you know, contractures, uh, Dupuytren's contracture and things like that, that actually will break down the bonds. So there are some different things we can do besides PRP that could help in some of those other areas. Yeah. Um, you know, and I'd probably mix collagenase with PRP off to, you know, research the literature there. That's pretty crazy, though. Like you were telling me about the using PRP for, for cauliflower ears. Yeah, well, again, collagenase would be, they're going to be, that's going to be more effective again. And I have to look at the literature. I know yeah. for Dupuytren's, but, you know, I've, I've, I mean, you can carpal tunnel, plantar fasciitis, wow. you can use it for PRP for any, again, the, you know, you could use it for almost anything, I think, so at these days. But yeah, there are some other things you could do that we will use for cauliflower ear or, you know, some uh, where there's more of a connective tissue or cartilage overgrowth, it's a, it's a little different than you know nerve dam. Uh, you know, all the other things you use yeah. PRP for. That's so nuts. That's so crazy to me. I mean, sign me up. I'm good. <laughs> so just to wrap this up, because I know we got to get going. You got a lot of guys that are interested in something like this, but a lot of people are either they don't know what to t to do to take the first step or what it involves. Some people are worried, obviously, about like whether it's covered in insurance or not. I mean, I'm not covered in insurance, right? So for me, I would sit there and say, like, from everything that I've seen, obviously, with a lot of people that, that we know, whatever, like, it sounds like just do it. Like, do what you need to do. But what is it that someone needs to do to, to figure out, like, to get this rolling for them? Uh, I mean, that's a great question. And, you know, tragically, I mean, PRP, they started looking at this stuff um, in the 70s, but you really didn't see a big application um, when they started identifying growth factors in the uh, 1990s. And then in 2000 is when it really got introduced into the orthopedic world, a little more mainstream. And right. it's still, I mean, I think everybody should be doing it. I mean, I think the, the orthopods, I think, you know, I mean, it, it's, it's so effective that we really should be offering it to the pop, you know, the folks, uh, the, any general population, especially with problems with the opioid epidemic and all that and chronic pain. I mean, this is a, a wonderful thing that could help there. 
insurance does not typically cover it, uh, nor does Medicare. Um, it, you know, it's just, it, it's not because of lack of science. If you Google scholarly articles uh, on PRP, like let's say if you have a shoulder problem or back problem, you know, I always, if you want the scientific literature, the best Google search is to put scholarly article followed by whatever you're looking. So, I mean, there are literally thousands of articles about PRP, and a lot of them are European, which is great. They're they're a little bit ahead of us there. Um, so, you know, if you want to do your, I tell people, do your homework, find a doc that uh, does it. Um, it's usually a sports medicine doctor, um, could be an internist like me or internal medicine doc, but you know, find somebody that, that does it, that you feel comfortable with, that explains the procedure and talk to them about it, find out their cost or their price. Um, but unfortunately, yes, insurance doesn't usually pay for it, but I tell you what, it's affordable. I mean, I, I think it's priceless. Like I said, I've, I can I get a little discount, a professional courtesy yeah. from I, I can't inject myself. I mean, I that'd be an awkward uh, room to I, walk I, into. I, right, I would, <laughs> I would, because it'd save me a lot of damn money. But right. no, I mean, but I get a professional courtesy. But I tell you what, it's changed my world as far as just you know nagging injuries and, and ailments from sports all my life. That uh, it's I think it's priceless and. Uh, you know, it's affordable and everybody can afford it. You put a couple bucks aside and you can do it and you're going to improve. Yeah, yeah. it's really, it's not a, it, and when you consider the cost of surgery, um, oh PR, my PRP is not expensive. A fraction. Yeah, no, a it's. Fraction is right. You know, and it, in a lot of cases it works better because you have a surgery and you're still out six to eight months. Yeah. You know, so, and then you got to go back. Yeah, and then you have the rehab, the therapy. So, I mean, it just, it stacks up money upon money, but PRP is actually really affordable. It works really well. So anyone that was, um, you know, ever considering it needs to you know just pick up the phone give us a call because you know we'll set you you know we'll we'll kind of you know just be completely honest with you let you know our thoughts come in talk to this guy and uh if it's something that may benefit you yeah we'll we'll let you know um and uh it's it's funny because i really think a lot of times i talk to people about jujitsu and you know what's preventing certain people like oh you know i got this bad shoulder oh my knees i was just talking to one of our patients today he's like yeah when i was younger i used to you know do a little fighting with this guy i can't do it anymore my knees are really bad and it's just like well you know prp could help that out and now you're going to be more active and then that's going to help you lose the weight you know one of the reasons that they came to see us you're not going to have that sedentary lifestyle so one small little injury to this guy's knee created the snowball effect where now he started sitting down not being active now he's gained weight now he's got he's depressed yeah it it affects his hormone levels because now you know obesity does that chronic inflammation so now he's not only is he physically you know in in worse shape and in poor health now emotionally it's a downward spiral yeah. It is yeah. it is horrible. Whereas you know one simple thing like getting yourself taken care of a little PRP, maybe a little you know weight loss program, a little testosterone replacement therapy, it would change this guy's outlook on life. And he said something that was really sad. He's like, you know, I just you know I just don't have the motivation. I just don't enjoy life anymore. And I'm like, my yeah. God, that's awful. So if we can you know you know I guess change that and help someone out then you know at the end of the day can go home feeling really good about ourselves yeah yep no that's awesome i i 
the the science behind everything and all this stuff just really blows my mind and i i definitely i'm sure you'll see me in here pretty sure i'll have to come in here and get myself set up and i think like my dad my dad played rugby all throughout like wow. you know like when he was a kid and yeah. i know he's, he's feeling a, a lot beat, of stuff yeah beaten yeah he's 60 years old man and uh you know i work pretty hard but he works me into the ground that's for sure um gentlemen i just want to say thank you very much no, for doing this i got goosebumps you. just because i mean it's hey, so amazing you. no appreciate your time thank you guys for taking the time um if anybody wants to get in contact with you guys to try and set up an appointment what's the best way to do it well you can give us a call at 561-277-8260 uh you can also check us out uh, our facebook page novagenics jupiter uh, you can find us online at novagenix.org. That's N-O-V-A-G-E-N-I-X.org. Um, that's, I mean, we're, we're real accessible. You can, uh, um, I mean, we got Twitter, Instagram, you know, all social media, you name it. Just not LinkedIn yet. Yeah, <laughs> we got to get you guys on LinkedIn. And yeah, you can yeah. always go get a roll with you guys. Oh, we'll get absolutely. some shots. No, we'll no roll doubt. before you get the shots and come in here and get the shots. <laughs> there you go. No. Gentlemen, thank you very much for taking the time. Thank you, uh, thank you for having us. Uh, hopefully, hopefully this gets more people aware at the science behind all this and really just, uh, you know, it's it's one of those things. The preventative measures is better than any kind of surgery you're, you're going to have to deal with. 100%. Um, so thank you very much for your time. Guys, everybody listening in, please go ahead and give Novagenics a follow. Check them out. Even if you can't book an, uh, an appointment to come in, not that I'm trying to, to sell anything, but you guys do what you need to do to, to really, uh, you know, better your, your livelihoods, not even as a jiu-jitsu athlete, but just everyday living as well. Yep. So thank you, guys. Thank you again. Awesome. Catch you guys next time. All right. Good night. Well, there you have it, folks. I hope you got as much information out of this podcast as I did. It was insanely informative for me. And if it hadn't been for the time restrictions of everybody's schedule, I could have sat there for at least another hour or two just asking questions and really picking their brains on on just everything that involves recovery as an athlete, whether it is through PRP or TRT or anything else that, that might be coming up. I know the doctor and I spent a little bit, even before the podcast, started talking about stuff like stem cell and... It's just amazing to me the things that are out there that aren't just easily just brought up and and talked about in public. And it's something that that more people should know about. I am definitely going to be looking further into it for myself just because of all my injuries from years of playing sports and jiu-jitsu and Muay Thai and everything else. If you want more information, be sure to check out novagenics.org. Just like uh, Tim said at the end, if you guys have any questions, contact them. You know, whether or not you're going to be going to their office, I'm sure they're going to be more than willing to help you get the information that you need to really better yourself and have a more fulfilling life and not having to deal with pain. A big issue in Florida is pain clinics and, and doctors that are just willing to give out painkillers and it's incredibly sad to see how many people get addicted to these things when you could easily just have a shot of something that your own body makes 
and heal up any injuries and not be in pain and move on with your life and get back to having fun and get back to training. Again, thank you so much to Dr. Sigmund, to Tim Bruce, and to Andy Stock for taking the time to sit with me and answer my questions. I try to be as educated as possible on a subject before I come in and talk to, to everybody. And I can't always say I'm going to be, you know, the most uh, intellectual person in the room. But that's why I do this, because I want to keep learning. And if you guys can get anything from me asking questions, because maybe you're afraid to ask a question and sound stupid, I'm more than happy to sound stupid for other people just as much as uh, I'm stupid for myself. But once again, thank you to Novagenics. Be sure to check them out. Show some support. If you have any questions, contact them. Please support our sponsor, Choke Aloha. Go to chokealoha.com. Use the promo code Jujitsu Radio. Get 10% off your entire order. Please support my art and my photography. The more you guys support the stuff that I create, whether it's photos or videos or anything like that, the more time I get to have into making podcasts like this that hopefully really help everybody one way or another. I just want to spread the positivity and do something good for other people and not just me. With that being said, please take the time to share, subscribe, and I have the podcast now on Stitcher as well as iTunes and SoundCloud, so it's available to you in many different ways. It's also up on YouTube if you want to listen to it on YouTube, but please help share the podcast so it can grow and I can keep on doing this because I have a blast doing it and I want to keep doing it for you all. Thank you all for tuning in. I'll catch you next time.